going to the wrong way, Chris? Yeah, you got to have to repeat yourself there, mate. Fucking shit, boss. G'day everyone, welcome to episode 6 of the FIFO Fam podcast. I'm your host Boyd King and I've got my wife Kayla back with me. I've got your voice there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How you doing? I'm pretty fucking wrecked to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a long week. I think it's been a long week for both of us, so we're pretty tired. So hopefully this episode amounts to... Any form of uh, good. <laughs> All right, we're off to a cracker start here. Um, Hopefully, it amounts to anything good here, um, but we're going to try not to get too drunk and actually yep. make something here. Yep, glasses are full. We're ready to roll. So, we thought after that um, crappy day I talked about last week, uh, we decided to get into a few of the things that could have possibly contributed to that stress and some of the stuff that contributes to... Well, just Kayla's... that contri- contributes every day but of the in? week. Well, no, it's not just that day. It's just all round yep. contributes to life stress. Um, but I find a lot of it is quite heightened when you are in FIFO. Yeah. Um, so not some of the stress, not just some of the stress that... Uh, the FIFO workers deal with, but the partners at home as well, and the mums of children. Mostly the and, partners at home. Yeah. Your stress. <laughs> My stress doesn't matter. It's all about you today. Uh, well, what have you got first? What What do you want to talk about, Kayla? Um, okay, well, this one, I mean, this goes both ways, 100%. The fact that you can't come home. So it's a huge stressor yeah. from both ends that basically... Straight, straightforward. You yeah. can't come home. I can't. Yeah, I, and like saying that, I can, I can if it if it was a real emergency. But um, yeah, it takes a lot of uh, cancelling of flights and accommodation, and um, yeah, it has to be a real emergency for it to actually happen. But yeah, so, other than that, it's very difficult to organise. So for me, sitting at home, I have to like weigh up my situation pretty heavily. To even contemplate that question of can you come home or you need to come home. It comes down to that judgment. Like it's it's hard to draw the line. When is it an emergency? Yeah. And it's, but even like it's that everyday stuff that's even, I guess, more draining on my person um, because... It's, it's, yeah, it's that everyday stuff because it's that stuff that I'm like, oh, just, I wish you were home or I wish you were going to come home so that I could debrief to an adult person about my day or I could, um, which, you know, when you're on day shift, we can do that sometimes. But even that, you know, between me still finishing stuff around the house, sometimes I just am not there to text or be on the phone. No, that's it. I'd, I'd speak to someone in person, but not over a device um and then if you're on night shift i don't have that at all um there's no outlet and for a really long time i'm really lucky that scarlet now will actually hold a conversation and yes it's still with a child um but it's something but i don't feel as alone as maybe a year ago when i just had ted yeah um yeah because with yeah day shifts obviously hard like you you want to have all your time to yourself and that after the kids go to bed but on night shift i'm already at work when the kids are 
have gone to bed and um, when I wake, or yeah, when you wake up, it's about when I go to sleep. So I've tried to stay up recently just for a couple of hours in the morning. So I do get to chat for uh, chat to you for a little bit, but yeah, night shift's pretty hard for communication. Yeah. I mean, communication is another one that is a huge issue that sometimes you just don't feel like, feel like talking, but yep. then you, I don't know, you wake up the next day and you go, oh, well, I haven't even talked to this person. And then the next day you have no time to talk to them. And then it gets to four days gone and you have barely said a word to each other and um, definitely can drop the ball with, I guess, even just checking in with each other sometimes um, because the, the the time that we can talk is what, about three hours yeah, yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah, like we said, day shift's a bit easier, but um, yeah, it's. There we go with the butt arms again. <laughs> I need to stop that. Like we have editing. <laughs> I said, I was literally about to say butt arm. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to start this sentence without saying it. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. But um, <laughs> then, like. When you finish work, you will text me, but then I'm still doing bath time, bedtime, all the rest of that for another hour and a half, two hours. And by then, you're almost ready to just switch off, go to bed. Yeah. And that's when I can first actually communicate with you, leaving really only like an hour of time to talk to you. Yeah, the one night a week that I actually... if I get it on one go, um, the one night a week I actually record this podcast up at work, uh, that's a good hour and a bit that I don't even communicate with you because I'm just trying to smash this out so it's done and dusted and I don't have to worry about it. So that's one whole night that just disappears with no communication pretty much. And a lot of people would find, you know, that's that's their night at the pub with their mates and then it makes sense to them that's their night. They need that. But unfortunately, their partner at home, that might be the night that they needed mm. to talk to someone too. Yeah. Um, and it, it's really hard to find that balance of, you know, do, do we need to talk tonight? How, how much do we need to talk tonight? Yeah. Um, and even sometimes just being like, I'll, I'll put myself way behind on my time to talk to you. And I... I do it to myself and it's not even your fault and then you'll go to bed and i'll be like cool i've just sat i needed to have a shower an hour ago yeah but i just wanted to talk to you and so then i'm so far behind but i guess it's just finding a a medium of what can work i think me and you like personally we're pretty communicative with each other and we we prioritize that as well so i think it's better to like it's better for us to sort out things with each other before worrying about our own needs that we can do in our own time. We yeah. also don't talk on the phone. No, no. Not usually, no. We find that more... T- unless it's something really important, we find that actually more time-consuming. Yeah. Where messaging, like we've said, just works better for us. We can keep doing our own thing and talk when we're ready. I remember you didn't... I think it was like two days you hadn't texted me... And then the whole week you hadn't called me and you'd only text me a couple of times. And I think you were just trying to find your feet and your thing, your time and stuff. But I remember being like, 
you're away and you didn't even communicate with me at all. Where is this guy? Yeah. Is he going to Bali or is he? I was <laughs> just he like work? getting a few messages, but not a lot. And I think it was just, yeah, you figuring out your place um, and all of that. But I do remember even saying to you, do you not want to talk to me? Like, are you so exhausted? What's happening? Yeah. Um, and then I, I guess we just became... Uh, normal to it it became this normal thing that i didn't have time either yeah and um yeah it was fine but i do remember just being like do you not want to talk like we needed to find our agreement of where we were at and find that ground like it takes a bit of adapting to get into the fifo lifestyle which is obviously the main reason we're doing this podcast is to help people out and um make that adapting to FIFO life a bit easier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it took a while for us to find our feet with the communication side of things, but we're pretty good now. Yeah. yeah. And um, I guess like, yeah, the communication without that, like I said, you weren't communicating with me and I was like, what, what's happening? And then it leads to feeling lonely and alone. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel lonely, but not alone. Yeah. But I guess when you're not talking to me, and we didn't have that level ground, you feel really alone. Yeah. As you just feel like that person's not even yeah. remotely there for you. Um, and that's where communication, I find, really helps. You're always going to feel a bit lonely yeah, with your it. partner away. But you don't have to be alone. Yep. In, like, you know, even sometimes I will send multiple text messages to Boyd in a day and just let him know of my day, especially if it's bad, because I then probably don't want to relive it, you know, eight, ten hours down the track. But then he knows where I'm at. So when he finishes and he talks to me, he's not all like, I don't know. You could could come to me and have the best day and it might affect me negatively. And you might come to me and tell me you've had the worst day. And I'd be like, I've had the worst day. (laughs) Mine was worse than yours. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just I will, I will just send multiple messages, get it all off my chest, and then we don't even necessarily have to talk about it when yeah. you finish because I've already done it. Yeah, I, I used to try to judge it and be like, oh, like if, if I did, if I had a really good day and Kayla had a crappy one, I'd be like, I'd try to play it down a bit and be like, you know, it was a shitty day. But if I said I had a shitty day, Kayla would crack and goes, oh, you think you had a shitty day? And then I'd, it's just better to come out with the truth and be like, yeah, whether it was good or not. We both had we a both shit had, day. We both, yeah. And we're going to keep having shit days or and keep having our good days. So, I guess, yeah, that then leads into, well, yeah, passive-aggressive behaviour. Um, What's that? <laughs> I'm very good at passive-aggressive behaviour. I'm, I'm, one of my biggest traits is sarcasm. And I guess that can often lead to being a bit... Of a... Continue the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say me, I'm a bitch? No. Don't <laughs> um, say that. But yeah, like we don't really contribute passive aggressive behavior these days. I think, yeah, early on when we're getting to know each other and all that, you create this feeling that maybe the other person's not contributing as much. Yeah. And it's really hard because one person's not in the house. Yep. And one person is. So one person does everything around the house and then the other person comes home and knows nothing that's gone on. 
but also then doesn't know what needs to get done. Yeah. And so <laughs> we may have had an argument about this today. As um, in half an hour ago. <laughs> this episode was not going to be recorded, but we kissed and made up. So it's like this major thing of... We're not really passive aggressive about it. I'm pretty it's blunt. It's just aggressive aggressive now. Pull your shit together. But also in my head I try very hard to have an understanding that like I just said I do everything around this house for you know over more than 7 days straight. So there's a lot of things that Boyd doesn't even see get done. And then I also have this in my mindset that the more I get done before he gets home, the less has to get done while he's home. So there are certain things that he doesn't even know happens in this house. Yeah. And that's not his fault, but then yeah, I don't know. It's I guess it's a male thing where you often Yeah, I'm gonna put it there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like the other day you were like, Oh, um, I can't find my keys, so don't lock the house yet. And I literally looked in the key bowl with my eyes and I could see them. So you got four of them, that's why. I could see the keys. You said you looked there. And it's Stuff like that, you'll go, oh, yeah, the house is clean. And I'll be like, is it? Because, wow, that doesn't look all that clean. Must have been the magic fairy that came in the night before and waved their wand. And left half the kids' toys all over the floor. (laughs) But, I mean, I guess what I just said was passive-aggressive. Yeah, yeah. But in, I guess, where? (laughs) Yeah, I've got no defense for myself. I am passive-aggressive. But I do like to tell you how it is. And have it out rather than linger and yeah. hold on to it. That, yeah, and that, that's where things get pretty toxic because we both have our bits to say and, and like Cal might be coming across as a bit of a narc at the moment, but she is very understanding when I come home that, you know, I have come off 12 hours shift, you know, seven days straight, but the mothers at home or the parents at home that are staying home with the kids, they... It's a 24-7 job, so there's there's no rest. Like, It might be the odd time, but you can't prepare yourself for when the kids are just going to be up all night and um, that sort of thing. Whereas up at work, we know when we're going to knock off, when we're starting. It's all structured, but uh, I don't know. I've said a few times it, it'd be very hard for me to adapt. I definitely couldn't do it up to the standard that Kayla does it, being home and the unpredictability, I guess, is the main thing. I don't think I sounded like a narc. I think I sounded like a person doing a lot of jobs that, you know, is a lot to ask of one person. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, a lot of mothers have been in the same boat, I think. But there's that mentality of some, I don't know, some some blokes I've talked to and they're they're like, oh, yeah, if, if I'd come home and, you know, there's not a, you know, a home-cooked meal on the table and the house isn't clean, I'll get pretty cranky. And I think as soon as you have that, like, I don't every couple is different, but for me, as soon as you have that attitude towards your family, it's, um, yeah, you're playing a losing game there. Well, then you're not a, you're not a family member. You're a work horse. Yeah. And that's, well, I definitely wouldn't marry someone <laughs> like that. So, um, yeah, I don't. Believe, Everyone's different. I don't believe in that. Yeah. That's no. wrong. No, because my, my, when I come home, my break is your break as well. So it's... Barely. Yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, I guess another one is work overload. I guess in that, if we're going to continue off over that, uh, for both of us, like you work really, really long hours. You have you're up at the crack of dawn before the crack of dawn. Um, you work for twelve hours straight, and then yep. you got to do your showers and your clothes and. Yep. Um, go source your food. Then, if you want to go to the gym, and then you got to somehow get enough sleep that you can go back and work twelve hours straight again. Yeah, and coming up to winter, uh, when it's on on day shift, don't see the daylight at all. We'll go go down the hole before it's dark, uh, before it's bright, and then uh, we don't see the sun when we come back up. So, yeah, no vitamin C there. Is it vitamin C? Uh, vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vitamin C. <laughs> Just get some oranges yeah, into was, you. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like obviously your work is a lot. And then if you want to then push yourself to be fit, if you want to push yourself to be social, um, and then even like your line to go get dinner can sometimes take you an hour just to go Ooh, and get yeah. a good meal. Yeah. Or good. I say good. I haven't actually just eaten. Just a meal. Just a meal. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, you've got all that and you're constantly watching the clock going, basically, when am I starting work again? And how yeah. much sleep am I going to get? And that's, that's pretty draining. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, it, it's structured and you know generally when you're finishing work and you you know how your day's going to play out once you knock off and what you're going to go do but for you per, like personally I, I, the kids are pretty unpredictable at times and it's just a lot like you're looking after yourself plus two other humans whereas i've got to just look after myself well then yes i have work overload yeah myself yep, that's it uh, we both have it it's it's definitely a mutual thing that yeah, you're not here. So I don't have a switch off for seven days minimum. I don't get that. And then added to that, like we just spoke about before, um, you go to football training two nights a week mm-hmm. and you play football on a Saturday. Yep. Um, so at this point, I'm now taking on even more work. Yeah, because By I, I'm, myself. I'm not home for those two nights a week, so you've got to do the whole dinner and bed routine mm. by oh bed bed and bath routine by yourself, and then the Saturdays you got to wrangle the kids by yourself for a couple of hours at the footy. So which is fine, and I don't mind doing it. And you know, I like to go to have go to the football. Um, that gets me out of the house, gets the kids out of the house. Um, but ultimately, unfortunately, it does. It does add to a bit of an overload for me. Yeah, and it's and for you, it'd be more mental, (laughs) mental and physical, wouldn't it? I didn't know what you were trying to say. (laughs) Mental with a ph, (laughs) but it'd be more mental than physical overload for you. Would you say? Uh, It's a bit of both, to be honest. Um, Because Teddy's so quick and so unpredictable with where he's going, what he's into, and like. Scarlet really listened, whereas Teddy's smashing plates. Um, and then even Scarlet broke a fucking Vegemite jar last week. And there was glass everywhere. And so then I've got two kids that I'm trying to wrangle. I ended up cutting myself 
like stopping those two. Accidentally with the... <laughs> yes, accidentally. <laughs> um, but so, and then if I want to get a workout in, I'm exhausted. So I don't know. I mean, exhaustion would be physical, I guess, because um, I don't sit down all day. And then I try to still also get a workout in yeah. as well. So it's both. And then, you know, for my downtime after that, excuse me, I'm talking. Um, I'm trying to, you know, catch up on a TV show that I like to watch to switch off and have a bit of downtime. And then I find that I'm going to bed at midnight and then Teddy's up at two, Teddy's up at four, Scarlet's in my bed at five. <laughs> Yeah, she's starting to make a bit of a habit of that. Like some nights, it's not bad. She she likes to sleep sideways as well. She likes to sleep in our bed when well, just in the last two swings. She likes to come in when Boyd is away, um, and I don't mind it. Boyd's away. She goes to bed. Um, she sleeps until probably like three a.m. And then all of a sudden, I don't even remember doing it. She kind of taps me on the shoulder and comes into bed. Um, gives Alfie a big cuddle when there we don't that's it she just goes straight to sleep yeah. so um, it's fine I don't I don't mind it I actually more than don't, I, I quite like it it's, yeah it's a comfort thing um, but yeah. then she did it last night your first night home and I was kind of like <laughs> almost tried to take a photo of my sleeping arrangement with Boyd six foot five not, not quite. Six foot three. Six foot three. Okay. What a, I tell everyone you're oh, six foot five. Yeah, well, we're six, I'm six <laughs> foot five, guys. Um, you're big to me, all right? Yeah, well, you're a small person. I'm a small person. Yeah. Um, uh, boy in the middle of the bed, stretched down the middle of the bed. Scarlet on my pillow, straight down. Alfie under my feet and I think I had about 10 centimetres um, and then about an hour later Boyd rolls over and goes when did Skull come to bed? Uh, she'd been in here for a while and I'm like oh yeah so what do I sound like? yeah pretty much big big macho man <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> anyways I'm sure other women can um, agree that men hog the bed Okay. All right. Next one. Okay. This isn't really something that we suffer with too much these days. We went through it really early on, but, um, trust issues. Mm. Um, so I guess if you don't hundred percent trust your partner while they're away or, you know, vice versa, if you go away and you don't hundred percent trust your partner back home, that is, I mean, that's hard. That's, there's nothing yeah. No other way to put it than that is just really hard. Yeah. Um, you know, either something's happened to make you feel that way or you just feel that way because of things that have happened in the past to you previously. Um, I definitely, Boyd and I have had our issues in early stages because I had a lot of trust issues prior to Boyd. Um, so sorry about that. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I, I brought a bit and didn't trust him, not because of him, but just because of my own past things. Um, but I guess a few things that can maybe help that I found, even things that maybe niggled me 
when you first started going away, even even your mind here, it's long hours. You're yeah. away. And um, so a few things that helped me was just talking to me, telling me about the place, yeah. telling me about your room, sending me a couple of photos, like not interrogation, but just wanting to fill the yeah. other person in of yeah. your new place, what yeah. you're doing, what the food's like, what... You know, send me your location yeah. every five minutes. <laughs> but you knew, like you know, I'm going, I'm going to the bar um, with a couple of mates, like you know, yeah, that I've started to hang out with, and that's it's not even a trust thing. That it comes back to communication as well, like just having something to talk about and go, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm heading to the wedding with, you know, this person, this person, this person, and or a few mates. You don't even need to name yeah. them. Well, you don't need to name them. I'm fine, um, but it's just that bit of comfort that then I guess you don't have the, that trust kind of question. You don't yeah. question it because, you you know, that person's communicating. Yeah. And being, you know, look at my new place. Yes, it's not amazing, but this is where I sleep. Yeah. This is what it's like. Um, yeah. I'm going to the gym. This is, this is what I have. I have access to a gym. It's really yeah. cool. Like, you know, I don't know. Just... Yeah. Because I was, I, was, I, was, I can't remember who it was. I was talking to someone last week and yeah, with with mining, especially underground, a lot of, it, it's a world that a lot of people don't get to see. Like obviously everyone's seen a gym and, you know, a cafeteria and all that sort of stuff. But um, like with going underground, it's just uncharted territory. Like people go through their whole lives without seeing stuff like that. And I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, just... Yeah, I think I'm going off what you're talking like, no, off no, a different no, topic you're what you're talking about. But you're just taking a different path. But that is hundred percent. I have no idea. Yeah. I had so much knowledge about when you were working here locally because it was open cut, and I could you could show me videos yeah. and you could explain things, and I knew other people in the mine and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, whereas when you went underground, I had nothing. You were like, I don't have my phone. I can't show you anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't even show you my uniform because we're out of it. Like, yeah. it, and so you just have the best I can do is just look up on the internet and show you like stock internet photos yeah. of what an underground mine looks like. Yeah. So it's, it's for me, there's a confusion that can definitely lead to, I guess what would come across as trust issues, which maybe you're just confused about the place and that communication can really help the person at home just to, you know, Mm. know and understand. And then I guess trust issues, like if we're going to go there, like do you have anything that you think helps you from me being home and you not being here? No, not really. Like, Like we said, we're pretty transparent with each other. Like if you've got something on during the day, like you say, oh, you know, I've, I've got lunch with my friends and yeah, like we're going here and like if we're talking from like a cheating perspective, like no, like not at all. I think we're pretty transparent with that sort of thing. I told you to put your <laughs> bloody phone on silent before we started. Well, you made a bigger deal. It didn't need to be Who anything. Is it? Tell me. I'm... It's work actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I think. I think we're pretty good with each other. I do snap you like multiple times through the day. Yeah. Um, to kind of also, like I said before, I don't have to 
retell you everything I've done through the day. I send you snaps of the kids or what yeah. we're doing. And then it kind of tells you the story. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it lets me know where you're at and the kind of stuff that you guys are getting up to. Whereas I, I get it pretty lazy with that stuff. I could probably do that a bit more. With, while I'm up at work. Yeah. Lying in your bed sleeping? I don't know. Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, just of like camp and stuff. I don't think I've really showed you around that much. No, you haven't, but we have talked about it a yeah. lot. There's so not much to funny. show. It's pretty boring. Just a lot of dirt. And Snakes. Snakes. Mm. All right. Um, I guess, I mean, another one is, yeah, just not being able to physically help each, each other. So when Boyd's having a down day like he had last week, I couldn't just lift him up and... Not physically, anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, but I couldn't just be there and pour him a glass of wine and and switch off on the couch, or I couldn't even be like, "Come home, let's let's have a night together." Like I'll cook dinner or anything like that. It's not possible. Yeah. So, just those days where you just need a big hug. I mean, I'm 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 pretty good at um, helping you breathe. Breathe. Like, and just kind of settle and... Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I don't know, breathing, but yeah, you yeah, you know what stresses me out and what to do to calm me down, where I don't even know myself that well, so... <laughs> don't need bloody help breathing. You're not my lungs, mate. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, missing out. Now, this is something that we really suffered with when you first started in mining. Mm. And I think we really struggled to communicate it with friends and family because we struggled to understand how it made us feel anyway and how we, we couldn't do anything. We couldn't, we couldn't leave work at the drop of a hat whenever someone had something remotely on. Um, so it became just something that we just went, we can't go, we've got work. And it became also something that, friends would and family would just go they can't go that, that and that might have been assumptions that we made as well but yeah a lot of the time it, it did feel like you know we'd get snapchats or see instagram stories of our friends all out and it'll be our friend group and be like well why weren't we invited to that like i'm on my week off mm. and yeah I, like it could have been assumptions from both sides they could have assumed that we were out or i was at work it was my work week and we could have yeah i don't know but, but it's it's really hard to find that balance of understanding why for both. Like I definitely feel now I have spoken to quite a few of the mates in the last you know couple years and been like, you know, when we're home, we are home. But also understand, as a lot of FIFO families would know, when you're home, that week fills up really quickly. Yeah. Even if you don't plan anything at the start, it always fills up by the end of it. So you have to prep so much to then go away again. So there'd be things like, especially through summer, Boyd and I would spend two days straight in the garden just so that we can prep. Um, And to kind of reiterate to friends, we're not... Yes, unfortunately, we have to prioritise because our house will... I don't know, flood. Like, you know, there were times where we didn't have concreting and we had to prioritize certain things. Um, Floods or ants or mice this week. 
We don't need to tell everyone that we thought. Yes, we do. Um, everyone needs to know. <laughs> They're gone now. Yes. Um, but it's trying to... And it's also trying to accept it yourself and go, I can't go to everything. Yeah. But... And sometimes people aren't going to invite you to things because you've said no quite a few times because that's your work. Um, but sometimes it is better to just suck it up and go, you know what? I'm going to tell this person that I'm free yeah. this week. And if they can't do it, at least I did it. Yes, yeah. it sucks sometimes being always the one going, we're free, we're free, we're free. But unfortunately, you're also the person that says we're not free. Yeah. Um, we're away. Like, Boyd's away. But I definitely also think that we are just a lot better at being our own people yeah. at this point. So um, I've figured myself out pretty well and yeah. will happily go to things. Whereas, unfortunately, it felt, it felt pretty shit going to things without Boyd. And being like... There was quite a few things that I've turned down because I didn't want to go and upset Boyd. Not that I thought, thought think. No, I don't, I don't care that much. Like, no, but like... I like you to enjoy yourself as much as you can when you're home and get... I guess it's not really a break if you've got the two kids, but just enjoy the time that you've got. And now that is where you, we stand. Yeah. But go back a few years ago, it was pretty shit if I would go out you yeah. know, pre-kids. I think that it was worse because I was home and I was literally like half an hour down the road. And, yeah. And you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm like on the piss with all your mates sort of thing. And I'd be like, well, GFY. Yeah. Don't ever say that again. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Just <laughs> so. say it like that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a hard one because you don't want to miss out, but you don't have a choice. Yeah. And then it's trying to create an understanding with your friends that you're not dropping them. You don't take things as a higher um, priority. Yeah, like, yeah you, they mean the mo- they mean the most still. Yeah. But unfortunately, this sort of roster, this sort of lifestyle, especially when you are working two and one, yeah, you get you work for two weeks straight. Yeah. Those weeks you can barely do the yard work in between those let alone actually socialize and wreck yourself yeah. if everyone wants to go out partying, which we were at that age where everyone did want to go out partying. Yeah. And you just couldn't do it. No, no, that's it. Um, yeah, because you, you only get, if you want to get your seven, eight hours sleep, you only do get that three or four hours free a night. Mm. And now with kids, that involves putting them to bed, getting your own food and stuff sorted and taking some time for yourself and relaxing, but... Yeah, socializing and that while you're doing while you're doing FIFO, it, it is pretty hard because you got to prioritize your time for yourself and your family. So. I think it's easier now. It is, yeah. I find it easier because yeah, even time's a lot easier than two and one. Yeah. And but we still fill up. Our breaks are chockers. We have we have double things on every single day this week. Mm. Double. That means we're doing we're seeing people twice a day. Like, sorry, not twice. <laughs> So anti-social. Sorry. Well, for some people, they'll be like, so what? Oh, well, <laughs> <But we're> just... <laughs> honestly, that is a head fuck and a half. If you can see, well, I guess that goes if you're an introvert or an extrovert. But if you can see two groups of people every single day for more than a week, honestly, bow down to you. And I don't know how you do it. But this is our breaks for us. We do 
multiple things every day, seeing multiple people, and it is exhausting. Footy kind of helps with that now, though, because a lot of our friend group is from Leyhorn Creek, so it's good just to go to footy on Saturday and then we see everyone there. Mm. But obviously, there's like we have some events where we organise dinners with the same people, but yeah, it makes it a lot easier. It bridges that gap in between times Does where you don't catch say catch multiple yeah. people in one. Yeah. 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 And you, you don't necessarily get that quality time, but at least you can say that you've seen them. And but then, yeah, like, if you go into yeah, there you go. If you go into that, then there's also the element of other FIFO workers where it's really hard to actually see them because they work a slightly different roster to you, yeah. and you have maybe one day that you can dedicate in a month, say our brother-in-law that um, one day in a month that we pretty much dedicate to see them. And last month uh, our kids were sick. So we've now gone two months without catching up with them. From being literally working together on the same roster to being in separate workplaces on the same roster and now being in separate workplaces on completely different rosters. Yeah. It makes it makes it hard now. We work through it and we've got our ways of dealing with it. Yeah. But ultimately, you work this sort of roster. Everyone, a lot of other people work a Monday to Friday, nine to five, maybe a few other bits here and there. But ultimately, people make time for that roster in comparison to working a straight through roster. Unfortunately, you do get left behind in certain places. Yeah. And no doubt those nine to fivers still have, you know, the things that stress them out as well like having to knock off every day and come home to what might be a shit show. Oh, um, definitely not taking anything away from No, absolutely not. That. No. Because that is still, like, that is a lot still. Because for me, when I'm at work, I get to knock off and just do my own thing. But I think the stress comes from me not actually being able to help Kayla when she has those moments. Yes, unfortunately, you're not able to help. No. So we've done all the stuff that sort of contributes to that stress. Do we have any? Well, I mean, el- anything else, or you want to move on to the stuff that helps? We've just been doing all of it, haven't we? I guess so. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess we do have the other stressor. Well, the big one. If we want to talk the big stressor, it's what a. What are their names? <laughs> <laughs> it's a four-letter word called kids. Children, spawn. It's five. <laughs> you have to call that kid spawn. <laughs> offspring. But they are, unfortunately, as much as I love them, they are a major, major stress contributor. And anyone that tells me they're not, you can go in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, anyone that says they're not, like, I'm just. Oh, we've got two. A lot of people have, you know, three or four kids and they're doing this whole thing by themselves with four kids. And I absolutely commend you for that because that's, that is unreal. I, I couldn't do four kids by myself. And I think you couldn't do two kids I couldn't by do yourself. Two, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Just comparing it to having no kids at all. Like it'd be, it'd, it'd be completely, not completely stress free, but. It wouldn't be stress-free. That's really a lot. But, I mean, it's hard to compare it because we have kids and we... I don't know. You then have other stresses when you were working 
um, locally, I was also working 12-hour shifts at the same time, seven days a week. So we were both just working a lot. Um, We had other stresses like solar panels and not enough solar panels. and (laughs) That's a long story. But other stresses that also contributed to making that pretty shit as well. But ultimately, kids don't stop. You know, you can leave a house if it's really bad or if it doesn't work for you. You can leave a job. You can, I don't know, you can get a a cleaner to clean your house, but you can't remove your children. Your children are there. And if they're having the day from hell or if they're both sick... You're in the same boat with them. You've got to just push through. And it is a major, major contributor. And I definitely feel like my... My brain is a bit frazzled today, and it has been. Um, the kids are a tiny bit down um, in terms of sickness. Yep. They've just got a tiny, tiny cold, but it, it doesn't take a lot to just add to everyone. I've got a tiny bit of it, and it's just it's just kicking us. You know, Boyd's been away for a week. This They start coming down with it, then I start coming down with it right at the end of seven days, and it's... It's a lot. It's a lot on my body and mentally. And, you know, another another day, I, you know, I'll talk about mental load and how I feel about mental load as a mum and a FIFO mum because the mental load is, is something that I was not prepared for as a mum. It is drooling. Drooling? Shit. Drooling? Cut that, cut that out. It is... <laughs> um, okay, What's the word I'm looking for? Draining? No, not draining. Grueling. Grueling? No. (laughs) And we're back. We we couldn't decide on the word that Kayla wanted to use, but... Ultimately, the mental load is not something that I was prepped for. Um, I knew that kids would be, you know, shitting themselves and a lot of nappies. I knew that they'd scream. I knew that they'd wait through the night. But that no switch off which is heightened by FIFO because you have no choice, that mental load is a lot. Yeah. I'm just going to settle with a lot. Yeah. Motherhood is a 24-7 job. And any any of your friends who've had kids recently, check up on them. You know, give them a hand. Just all it takes is to ask if they're, if they're doing all right. Pop in for a visit. It doesn't take much. And you know what? That mum is probably going to tell you, oh, they're fine. But on the off chance that they tell you they're having a shit week, they are then they're having a shit fucking week because it takes a lot for me personally to tell someone. And I've started trying to actually just say to people, I am not feeling myself. I am tired or I'm done for the week. I don't have it in me anymore because I'm so sick of just telling people that I'm okay. Yep. And it is a lot. And I see so many people, especially like on Instagram and all of that, you see people just living their best life. And, you know, I've, I've done it too. I haven't, I mean, I don't share a lot on Instagram in the past. I'm, I, you know, I go months between posting yeah. and stuff like that. But even so, you look at my Instagram and, and to date, it doesn't say that I'm struggling. It doesn't say that, the mental load is killing me. 
there are Instagrams that are excessive and you see these people only sharing these amazing things. You know, you look at the Kardashians and you go, look at that. Like, and obviously, personally, I go, well, this is extreme now. Like, come on, calm down. But you're also still in the back of your head go, why can't I do that? Why can't I look like that? Why don't I have people helping me the same way? Um, Obviously not as the Kardashians because I don't have 20 butlers and how many hummers and all the rest of it. 50 billion dollars. I'm not worth 2 billion. It's, It's a lot to see in your face all the time. And yeah, I'm just done with telling people that I'm okay. I'm really trying to just tell people, you know, yeah, I'm good. But I'm really tired. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's what we're all about is we, we just want to be able to get people to start the chat and um, start talking about when you're not doing okay because that's where the help come from, comes from. Um, when you're not doing okay, a lot of the times it's hard to see because the main thing you want to do is try to keep a smile on your face for other people, for other people's benefit. So, Or even like, for your own personal benefit to, to, yeah. not, to not look vulnerable you don't want to look vulnerable you don't you want to look strong and all of this because that's how everyone else makes themselves look but it's you know then you go home and you're torn apart and you can barely put your kids to bed because you're so tired and drained um and yes sometimes you ask for help and it goes nowhere or it goes completely over the top of someone's head but yeah it's a start then Having not everyone's going to help you. No. That's, that's, unfortunately, that's life. Not everyone's going to help you. And not everyone is going to see a small, oh, yeah, I'm really tired, as, oh, my God, that's not like her. As a, as a cry for help. Like, not, yeah. yeah. But there are going to be people that go, sweet, well, let's have coffee. And if if you have coffee and then that's all that happens, but you have a nice coffee with another person, Great. And then if you have coffee and you absolutely break down and tell this person exactly how you're feeling, then amazing. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just so done with telling people that I'm okay when I'm not. Yeah. Because I've done it for a really long time. It it just bottles up inside of you as well. And obviously the people that are closest to you, they they hear all of it, like myself and your sister and your mum, but... A lot of your friends just get the yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. And it's I have noticed you've started opening up a lot more and you know, those avenues open up where you can actually talk to different people about it and a lot of people turn out that they're in the same boat and you have that conversation and um you sort of help each other up. Yeah, definitely. Mates, mates helping mates. And it all it takes is saying one one comment and someone being like, Hey, you know, I completely agree with that. Like, and then you start a conversation and maybe it goes nowhere, but maybe you've helped that person and you yeah. don't even realize. Yeah. And it can be the tiny things as well. Like Kayla was saying, just going out for a little coffee could be the break that they needed. Like today we literally, all we did was did some shopping for the kids' birthdays and took the kids to the playground with a takeaway coffee and we were, like, we were driving home and we we're like, that was a really good day. Like the kids were amazing. We had a good time. Yeah. and. It was just mentally, it was just a, a good day for us. We um, didn't tell ourselves we couldn't have a coffee because we wanted to save, you know, that $15. We didn't say 
the kids couldn't go play, we let them just do it. We had no agenda for the day and we just let it ride. So the little it just goes to show the little things can mean the absolute world to some people. And, um, and I think yeah. I said in the car on the way home, because obviously I'm feeling a little bit tired and not 100% myself today. I think I said probably 10 times in the car on the way home. That was a really nice day. (laughs) That was a really nice day. That was a really nice day. But yeah, anyway, check on your mates. Um, Keep in touch with them because yeah, that message or phone call or catching up for a quick cuppa or a bevy can mean the absolute world to some people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just do it. There's a lot of stress out there and that's just a few of them that we have kind of crossed my mind multiple times um so it's not all of them i'm sure other people have other things that make their lives stressful or that they for them personally they struggle with but that's a few of our top ones and yeah you want to do the wrap up or you want me to the wrap i don't even know i haven't listened hard enough to you (laughs) i just switch off at this point (laughs) you just as soon as the episode comes up every week you just press the download for the stat don't you yes (laughs) you don't even listen back to me great support there babe but we're done here i press play and then i go and do all my 20 jobs in the house Uh, while it plays so i hear some of it well with me Uh, we're done here (laughs) we're done we're done alrighty so don't forget to hit that follow and subscribe button and um, yeah hit us up with any questions or anything you want to throw at us on Instagram at just a FIFO fam and yeah we look forward to hearing from you chat soon catch you later